You're listening to the Two Bucks Podcast, the podcast for outdoor entrepreneurs. Little by little, I was getting the sense of my time isn't my time. Just kept feeling this pull to the outdoors and wanting to do something in the outdoor space. Welcome to the Two Bucks Podcast, the podcast for outdoor entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Brian Krebs, and with me today is Sean Budiak from X2 Batteries. I'm excited to have Sean here. As you all have heard, I'm an electrical engineer by trade, so anytime you start talking about electricity, batteries, camera equipment, I get pretty excited. So I'm I'm looking forward to this conversation. And with that, Sean, how are you doing, man? Doing great. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. It's Friday. The weather's great. I do have to go blow a bunch of snow in the driveway after this, but other than that, it's it's life is good. We're we're fine here. It's forty degrees outside and no snow. So. Yeah, I was just in Iowa on Tuesday, and it was crazy how fast the snow just disappeared. They didn't have any snow on the ground. Yep, that's how it was. I think what December we hit it pretty bad here. Yeah, I know you're about four hours north of me, but it hit pretty bad and. Since then, I have not even shoved my driveway. It's been awesome. That's crazy. We have about four feet of snow in our front yard right now between the snow and then the <laughs> snowblower. So um, it's making shed hunting a little bit of a pain. I, I will admit it's it's making it hard to find antlers and, and get around. So it's still Probably pretty early. much impossible. Yep. still early. So so right before this, we were talking, and, and you and the X2 battery crew, obviously you're associated with Batteries Plus. But you're you're really looking to grow and expand the outdoor brand of X2 and and start really engaging, um, maybe a little bit direct to consumer, a little bit more on the outdoor social page, building up a community. What's that been like, and and how long has that kind of been your goal over at X2? Ah, uh, it's believe it or not, we're we've made some huge strides in a pretty short time. I think it was. February of 2021, when we really, you know, there's some planning, obviously, that goes into it, but February of 2021, when we had that first moment where socials went live, all the kind of planning, the negotiating, the, the partnerships that we kind of went through, you know, went live. So we're sitting here now, what, basically almost two years from kind of when we started started this thing to see where we've come now has been pretty crazy. Uh, you know, I, the idea itself probably came about you know call it a full nine months a year before that you know where we're starting to go and say all right when you have a really really great product yeah how do you tell people about it in a way that's not you know they happen to stumble upon that product product at the retailer that they're in like a batteries plus store yeah, right. You don't want to come off as the the Mormon missionary, just like knocking on doors. Like, can I tell you how great our batteries are? It's like, no, you can't. I don't. I don't. I'm not in the mood right now to look at a battery. So it's like, how do how do we just share with people? How do we become that symbol in the battery world where people don't even think about where they're gonna go or what they're gonna get? They just know they want an X2 battery, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as we looked at it, you know, there's been brands in the past in the battery space that have done a pretty good job of that. You know, the one that popped into my mind right away was uh, Optima Batteries years and years ago was like the brand in the outdoor space where you know, my father-in-law, whenever he wanted to buy a battery for his boat, it had to be Optima because his favorite Sunday morning angler, you know, on television had Optima Batteries. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not as big anymore in that space. And as we look at the space, we go, when you got a good product, Let's stop hiding, kind of hiding behind, you know, the curtain, if you will, and let's start telling people about it. Awesome. So how, so you started in, in February, 2021, and you mentioned you, you've been working with brands and, or, or I suppose the best way to put it would be like creators in a way of like getting yeah. their, like kind of leveraging, we got a product, you have a network, let's get together. Um, how many, what's the group? Like, what's your team size when you start looking at all those people? You know, we were talking earlier about Alex Rudd and, and the, all the crazy stuff he's been doing on the fishing side. And he's now engaged with you guys on X2 projects. Like how many people is that? And we've got the team now, I think, as we launch into 2023, we're, we're north of 25 total folks. Oh, nice. Uh, but we've been like, yeah, as we got into it, we wanted to not go crazy fast. Yeah. I want to get the right people that are great to work with that 
you know, if someone looks at that person that's running our products in their in their boat or you know in their in their life, they go, that's a, a great, genuine person that that truly you know trust is is only going to tell me good things about good brands. Yeah. So you know, we started. I think right away we started with with the the right size group of um, elite series elite series anglers, mm-hmm. um, the bass you know bass side. Uh, so guys like uh, Carl Jockamson and Hunter Shryock, Jeff Gustafson, uh, several great, just great folks that kind of saw what we were doing. You know, many of them honestly had already had our batteries in their boats and may not yeah. have told anyone about it, which was pretty cool to find out. Uh, yeah, and we, so we started there and it's, you know, it's been a real great partnership with those guys more than anything, yeah. which has been real cool yeah. for me. You know, I, I love the outdoor space and, you know, didn't really four years ago see myself literally working in this space, you know, and then all of a sudden that comes to life and you're, you're helping a guy make sure his batteries are ready, ready for the next tournament. And yeah. he's just showing that back and forth, you know, appreciation for each other and what we're doing is, as was literally the way we launched this thing, you know, without those, those guys pushing, you know, customers to us, talking to, you know, talking to it on their social, sharing our story, you know, we'd still be a brand with a social with, you know, me and a few others following. So yeah, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. And now it's now it's grown to, you know, not only called professional anglers, but you've got Alex Rudd that you've had on your show before. Um, we made a, a awesome connection with guys that have a YouTube and podcast channel and serious angler. Yeah, uh, we're, we're expanding. And it's really cool to just keep adding to, you know, the, call it the family, if you will, you know, in a cool way. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's 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 nice when you find people that that love the product, but they also have that, that marketing arm or they have that ability to storytell like product storytelling, if you will. So they're not just being like, Oh, you should buy this or, Oh, you know, kind of just really just authentic organic storytelling of like why they're using it, how they're using it, how it's performing. They're honest and genuine. Like those are the people you want to find. And you know, the conversation with Alex, he's like the first to tell you like no BS. Like he'll tell you if it's great. He'll tell you (laughs) if it's not happy guy like he's a likable guy you want to trust him and because he's honest and so i can't imagine you could go wrong with people like that on your team no we we had to you know when you're starting something like that you know not only do we have to get the right partners but you know as i'm learning along the way i I was never involved in social and you know besides having my own social and stuff like that but never really involved in getting this thing up off the ground and you not only had to get the right partners that are going to talk about your product in the right way, be trustworthy and just good partners. But you also have to at the same time have content creators. Yeah. Because I can't sit with a camera. I have a day job all day long. I can't sit with a camera out on a lake all day and, you know, go take photos and all of a sudden the next two pages are all Sean Booyak pages. Yeah. Uh, you know, we need to lean in on great, smart, savvy content creators to, you know, start to feed that story, if you will, that we've been telling for, yeah, now almost two years. So, the relationship that you have with the 25 guys, obviously your, your elite level anglers, they're probably doing like formal media. Maybe they're on a, a circuit or they're doing tournaments on TV and you see maybe more of what you would count like traditional advertising and marketing. And then you got people like Alex Rudd. Are those guys sending you clips to post? Are you, is it like an affiliate marketing relationship? How is it kind of working? No, we don't, we don't do anything affiliate at this point. Okay. You know, one of the things that I, I kind of tried to do, and I think you know, done, we've done a fairly good job, even as we brought more folks in to, to helping out, you know, spread the word of this brand. I just want everything to be truly organic. Like okay. you know, to, to a T, I wanted to, you know, be able to say, all right, let's get product in these guys' hands. Let's have them use it and have them want, you know, to send us photos, have them want to send us videos, have them want to just naturally post. And it's worked out amazingly well for us because, you know, I don't want to necessarily be the brand that knocks out of their door and says, you know, by the first week of March, you were supposed to have a post, you know, picture yeah. sent to us that we could post. We don't need to do that. So you got guys that are already doing it really well. Uh, so I think we're, we're pretty, you got to continue to keep yourself organized because you'll lose track of some, you know, and, and in the natural course of things, but others will overperform kind of what they're, what they kind of, you know, said they do for us type of deal. Uh, but if you have like, if I kind of follow along the way, when you have really good relationships with with these as true with this whole group of twenty five as true partners, yeah, you know, stuff happens naturally, yeah, and, and they just want to. It's all working together rather than like a call it a formal business relationship. 
Okay. Have you, along the journey, it's been two years, so maybe you haven't, maybe you've gotten lucky or just good so far and haven't had to run into this issue yet, but have you found any people that you're like, hey, let's bring this person in, and for whatever reason, it just, it wasn't the relationship you were hoping for. Maybe they're too busy, maybe they're, you know, it's just, it's just not what you pictured, and then you maybe have to let them go, or have you had that happen yet? Um, we've had a couple things, yeah. you know, here and there. Um, you know, we've had, you know, a, a couple of anglers that we've just called parted ways with and a little bit is more of, of, uh, kind of a little bit more of, if it's a natural fit, it's a natural fit. Mm-hmm. And as you're growing, you know, you find the great natural fits and natural partnerships that are true, you know, long-term partnerships. And it's, you just kind of sometimes got to look at it and go, you know what? We only have so many dollars to invest in certain spaces. We only have so many, you know, products, you know, to provide, you know, one, you know, one relationship isn't working. You always kind of have to go and look, you know, internally to go, is it, is it really that maybe they've got other brands that just take priority and right. you know, we're just not going right. to kind of get what we, we think we could get, you know, or is it me? Is it, did I never reach out to that person personally and introduce myself and, you know, start doing a real good connection? Cause I, I found when I'm doing that, everything naturally falls into place when it's, you know, they sent me batteries and I got to deal with them and then no one's ever called me or anything like that. That's, that's, that's usually where we found where we fail. Yeah. The that's the culture more tight knit we can get, uh, the less, you know, we're in that situation, if you will. Yeah. That, that really sounds kind of like a Jocko Willink extreme ownership kind of view on it. It's like, what did I not do or do too much yeah. of that didn't allow this to thrive? Yeah, and I, I think too. What we're the cool thing we're finding is, you know, I went into this going like, all right, we got Instagram, and there's our our main initial social, for instance, and Facebook is secondary, and yeah, you, know, you kind of expect everyone to have the same level of capabilities with content creation, either you know, video or or you know, imagery, you know, for the platforms you're on. And I think what we've learned over time is everyone's just different. Yeah. Like what we what we work with with Alex, you had Alex on. We work with Alex on, and and us being on, on his show a couple times and form a relationship with him. You know, what we're going to, what we're going to work on Alex and I and the team is going to be way different than maybe what I'm going to work on a uh, Hunter Shryock or uh, where we've got a, a doer angler. His name's Justin Hamner, who's also kind of building his own following. So we're kind of building it together. Yeah. We're going to get completely different stuff from him than we're going to get from anywhere else, but it all adds up. And you know, what's, I kind of, we kind of took a step back this year and said, it's not a cookie cutter approach. Let's just find out what they're great at, you know, and help them be, you know, help them wherever they need us, you know, to continue to be great together at it. Oh yeah, for sure. What, so what in your words is like the X2 difference? Like what makes an X2 battery an X2 battery? Yeah. So, uh, you know, X2 has started with where it's being now the way we're launching this is the coolest time. And I've been in batteries for 16 years it's the coolest time to be in batteries because of all the crazy stuff that hunters and, and fishermen are adding to their kind of repertoire of power demands. Yeah. Yeah. You look at a, a boat today and it's just crazy amount of power is needed. So you really need awesome batteries. So uh, lithium is what everyone wants to talk about. People are actually spending lots of money to make sure their, their boats have the right electrical power, but X2 didn't start there. So it's a little bit of a unique journey in this space because most of the brands, you know, that, that are, you know, I would consider our competitors, there's some great ones. You know, you got Dakota or Lithium Pro, you got a lot of guys out there, but we started on the AGM battery side, kind of the boring lead battery. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and that's honestly where we started when, you know, two years ago, we just said, we got a great AGM battery here that is, you know, way better than anything you're buying from big box store. It's going to power boats up and down without even having to go to Lithium. Let's tell that story. Okay. And then let's layer on. Uh, lithium products. So the story of the blue, uh, we call them blue tops, blue top AGM is, uh, it, it's just really nothing to compare what we call thin plate lead technology. It's just, it's a heavy battery because it's got a lot of lead. It's got a lot of power. Go ahead and put it up, you know, put it sideways, mount it sideways. If you want, we've seen them mounted sideways. Yeah. It's never going to spill. It's, you're never going to have a day on the water where you don't have power. Okay. And then you layer on lithium, right? Like our first year, all those guys I rattled off that are on the elite series that are fishing crazy amount of hours per day, like what we all dream of. 
they're all running those batteries yeah. and have no problems at all, which is kind of the, what we were super excited to be able to, to spread that message more than anything. Yeah. You, it's, it's a, it's a crazy world of power demand. I mean, like, and so we were fishing, um, a Northern Minnesota Lake this summer and we go pull off to, to, you know, un, or load up and then we're going to go to dinner and then come out for the evening bite. And there's a professional angler, full-time guide at the access. And you can just tell he's pissed. And, and turns out he was fishing a different lake. And then he came over to this lake to help with a, a big event at a resort. And he left yeah. one of his 15s on, on accident. And it just <laughs> sucked his boat dry. I mean, it was only like an hour between these two lakes, but running that 15 inch screen oh, yeah. for an hour while he's, it just, he had nothing. And then he's trying to crank like a 350 horsepower motor. Right. So it's yeah, usually that usually doesn't work if your graphs aren't going to work on the same battery. It's not going to it's not going to crank that. Right? Yeah, because he's running. Most people run their screens off their main battery, and then they run their their trolling motor off of their dual or triple bank, right? And yep. so you only usually have maybe nowadays these bigger motors are having two main batteries, but you only have so much there, and you're running like basically little TVs. And he had three of them; only one was left on. Yep, and he's got probably three three little TVs, and he may have. You know that the new technology of live all across the board with you know mega live and whatnot yeah and knowing who understands that that's even further drawn like there's a lot of energy that's that's you leave that stuff on yeah and if you're and fishing hard running. you're not running the big motor much you're not running your alternator much yep yeah 100%. that's crazy so yeah that, that's kind of where we started was having having that product in our hands and knowing like yeah we know this lithium space is growing mm -hmm. but we have this awesome message that you know, in your in kind of your area up by Mille Lacs, we've got Josh Douglas is one of our pros uh, who does a lot of work with shields and whatnot. Uh, he, uh, you know, he, had, he was one of our very first guys too. And it was, you know, if you can run a whole eight hour tournament plus four straight or three straight 14 hour days of practice and all on this product, we have something we can talk to customers about who maybe want the best, but also don't want to go jump all in on a $900, you know, group 31 lithium battery. Yeah, no kidding, right? And so, what are the form? What are the size factors? Is it all like deep cycle or deep? Um... Yeah. So we're uh, what you'll hear us talk about, um, and you'll see us in our our socials on our website, you know, and anything we're doing with our partners is all about the marine deep cycle. It's really dual purpose. That that same battery can start. Your, we'll start your cranking motor. Um, we'll have obviously twenty four, twenty seven. 31 is our core and, and there's a 34 marine and a 60 you know 65 marine with the with all the right terminals uh but we also have a line of of automotive batteries okay just car batteries that are kind of the same thing of when we're you and i are in super cold environments mm -hmm. you know super warm environments down in you know san antonio and whatnot you know typical flooded batteries don't even do well in your in your pickup truck you know at those times this battery is the beast of the battery that's you know you're gonna have no problems with so that's kind of when you'll hear us talk marine boating 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 yeah, it's a lot easier to talk about it, uh, the battery powering your passion yeah. than the battery stuck in your car in the morning, which you expect every day. Okay. And what were the, the number? You mentioned some numbers. What do those mean? Obviously, it's not amperage because yeah. that's not no, no, much. No, no. 24, 27, and 31 are just your standard you know, marine group sizes. And ultimately, the bigger the battery, the, bigger, the more power you got. Okay. Right. So our, our 100 amp hour battery will be our group 31 in that AGM space. Yeah, so you're talking uh, like you know 1.2 kilowatt yeah. yeah yeah you're getting you're getting and then as you go down to 27 24 you're just getting a little less amperage a little less reserve capacity type of deal you know within the battery okay do you is there any future in the x2 maybe you know roadmap or whatever you want to want to call it for that that's next size down where you're looking at what is it like a I don't even know what the size is, but maybe more so like a Vexlar battery, like a 12 volt Vexlar size or a. So you're probably, yeah, you're probably looking at a, a Vexlar would be, you know, my Garmin ice bundle's got a, like a 12, seven amp hour in it. Yeah. So real, real small seven amp hour. Um, you know what? There, there really isn't. And you know, the reason that there would not be is uh, the premium technology in that space is going to be lithium. Okay. Right. Cause you can't make your, your units got a space for the battery. You can't just, yeah, could create, you know, could create more space, but that lithium is going to maximize it out, which we are bringing, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, 
But there's also versions in just the pure lead acid space that yeah. are better for it already. And, and there are, most of the times you buy a 12 volt, seven amp hour Vexilar battery or whatever battery that's out there, it's just a general purpose. It's pretty good at what it does. Yeah. But we, there's, there's alternative versions of it that are deep cycle already. They're mm -hmm. just not, there's just not enough space in that battery to put our technology into it. So you kind of go and say, let that deep cycle be that deep cycle. When we go power your Vexilar unit to the most it could possibly be, that's when we'll be bringing in that lithium technology for you. Okay. Cause I'm always looking, um, I'm always looking for the best battery technology and it really stems from like elk hunting. Like when we go out West for nine days, mm -hmm. I want to be able to charge my devices. I would love to be able to charge them throughout the whole week and not have to recharge my, like I have at least little different size juicers. Like maybe it's a, I think I have a 30,000 milliamp hour. So like a three amp hour juicer. Um, yeah. I just, I just rolled the dice on a new one on Amazon with a solar panel. I'm like, Oh, that would be kind of neat. I don't think it's probably going to, I don't know. <laughs> not super impressed with it so far but yeah that's, that all those things are where x2 where x2 products are, are are today and where they're gonna be there's so much demand for that not only like give me a battery that's got the terminals for my boat my car but also just give me something that's the same thing yeah but it's super easy to use when i'm out okay how do i have right. a battery bank that's got a couple plugs where i'm just plugging my stuff in and it naturally works that's where some cool technology is coming on the forefront. Yeah, I would love I would love two different size factors. I would love a um, not quite your deep cycle twelve volt size, maybe more so like a um, like a ten amp hour size twelve volt. You're talking smaller, right? Like maybe yeah. like ammo can or a little bit smaller, um, not like the full six by six by twelve inch block yep. for like a camp yep. battery. Everyone can charge their phone on this all 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 week long. Yep. But then I also want something that's like. And I would be willing to put up with like a pound, maybe a little bit more that I, it's like built for USB. I can put it in my pack. Um, a big one right now, shed hunting. Like I'm trying to get more into creating content on the shed size. I have a GoPro strapped to this shoulder that's doing, you know, POV everywhere I go on looping mode. And then I have my DSLR strapped to this shoulder and my batteries are always dying. These little, I think they're even LIFV4s. Um, they're just always dying. Yeah. these these little lithium batteries like yeah i turn my camera on bad dead, dead battery so i always have to bring my chargers and juicers All right so i'm plugging in my little usb charger what's got two stations for my camera batteries and i'm you know i'm charging as i'm walking and if i find a shed pull out a card put it in the camera take my pictures mm -hmm. pull it back out put it back on the charger and so it's like i will put up with a pound or two in my pack to have a good quality camera the problem i'm running into now all the time is these ones i'm getting off like Amazon, they just like all of a sudden it's like, why is this not working? Like it's intermittent connection. I plug my phone in, come back a half hour later, and I have less battery than I started with because it it like drains the battery crazy? trying to connect. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's I kind of started by saying it's a pretty cool time in the battery world. Yeah, it, it is so cool because what like what you're asking for is, you know, I don't want my day to have to stop. Right. If my batteries died. I don't want to stop what I'm doing and find new batteries and replace them and all that stuff. And you know, no. So there's a lot of cool technology hitting, but with a like a flood of technology and a flood of demand, it's interesting to see all these brands popping out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. That you know, you know, our, our brand in the blue top has been around for years and years and years. Now we're bringing lithium, but there's brands that literally didn't even exist that all of a sudden pop up a website and or go to Amazon and yeah start. Today I could go source something through websites and sell it on Amazon easily. Yeah, doesn't mean the connections are right. Doesn't mean those plugs aren't going to wear out in you know ten uses. Doesn't mean the battery inside is even any good. Like yeah, not every battery inside that big battery is the same. Yeah, yeah that's so it's all it's all a little bit of a craziness going on. And I guess to be a great you know to be a good good brand, you got to make sure that you're not the brand that you're talking about that dies in ten uses. Yeah. Yeah. So you, if, if you guys have the time, can you build me like a five amp hour battery pack that I can put in my pack and, and walk around with? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. That's what I was going to kind of ask next is, you know, obviously you're really big into the Marine, the deep cycles, right? Running trolling right. motors and, and electronics for days on end. Have you, have you had any interest from the hunting community saying like, hey, do you guys have anything for me that I can bring in? I'm doing all-day sits. I'm running big cameras. I'm running two or three different angles. I would love to have a battery in my stand with me 
hooked up and running these things, but obviously you're not climbing up your sticks with a, with a, a deep cycle yeah. marine battery. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I think it, yes, there is, there is demand. There's been questions asked, um, you know, the same type of tools can be, you know, for that, that, that hunter that's got that, that again, wants to run all day long. Like in that instance, you don't, the worst thing that happen is the moment is the moment and all your equipment fails you. Right. Right. Uh, so you look at, there's, there's some pretty, we don't have this product line, but there's, there's, there's brands out there, like a, a company called, you know, Goal Zero or mm-hmm. Jackery and whatnot that are these truly what you're looking for, these portable lithium power boxes, if you will, super lightweight, super user-friendly mm-hmm. plugs, you know, plug all your stuff right in. You know, that is the future. All of our, all of us brands will have those types of products and we're working on something at some point now, but uh, that I feel like is where it is. Cause in that world, it's not, again, don't hook up a battery and, you know, plug, you know, hook up in a, uh, inverter on our terminals and sit up in a tree stand. That's, that's never going to happen. That's never going to work. Yeah. So how do we like, see the customer, see what the customer wants and provide just a really like turnkey solution. So we're using it to continue to build our brand. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I'm looking forward to that day when you guys have that one. Um, but speaking of new products, you mentioned right before the call that you guys had a few different, um, SKU numbers, a few different products that are coming down the pipeline for this year. Do you have any information you can, you can leak us? Um, I don't want you to get in trouble or lose your job, but, but what's coming down for X2? Now we're, we're, we're just working to continue to, as we're, we talk about how you start building a brand and yeah, building a brand and, and we're still very much in the entry level stages of, of building this brand to be a truly you know, household brand, uh, but we're making big strides. But one of the things that comes along with, for the ride you know, in any brand, you know, I've listened, you've been listening to a bunch of your podcasts and you're talking to you know, entrepreneurs that are starting something and have an idea to go. You just got to continue to feed that, that brand. Like yeah. You can't go, you generally don't get to go and launch one product and just sit on that product for forever. Yeah. You need some innovation in the work. So uh, last year, you know, in our endeavor, we did our first launch uh, into lithium products. Um, mm-hmm. We kept it small and tight. You know, we had four SKUs. We had, you know, essentially two deep cycle trolling motor batteries and or electronic batteries. And then two that would be more, um, you know, I've got guys running them in boats for dedicated electronics. So like a 50 amp hour, 12 volt, 50 amp hour or 12 volt, 20 amp hour. And those same, those same batteries are being used in the outdoor space and kayaks. Oh yeah. The we're putting on them. Right. So that was like our first step. Uh, good first year, uh, getting a lot of demand. You know, if you look at our website, like that's the most visited page is the lithium page. Yeah. Uh, people want to learn more. So this year we're working hard to, uh, expand that offering. You know, it, you'll, I'll give kind of the range and then the details will come, but you know, we're going to go all the way as small as that 12 volt, seven amp hour battery that, uh, you know, you put into your ice fishing equipment. Yeah. You know, super compact, you know, it's you know, easy to, to use, you know, all the way up to kind of a, a souped up version of a group 31 with even with some more power than, you know, we've ever had before and everything in between. So that now we're, you know, we're, we're hopefully at a point where we're not answering the question of when are you going to come out with this battery or when are you going to come out with this battery? Yeah. The, the family now is the family. And now we're, you know, now the fun starts getting the product. There's one thing, but as you know, growing this, this product brand, now it's how big can we make, you know, what can pieces can, uh, can we connect together can to help make this thing really big at launch, you know, and have customers go, all right, that is phase two of what you've been doing. And we're all ready now that you have that size. Now that you have that product, we're ready to jump all in and, and power our boat with all X2. So now we get to have fun marketing, you know, what we've been working on. Oh yeah. I, I really am liking, I'm, I'm really interested in the seven amp hour you keep talking about. Do you have offhand like the dimensions of a, of that battery and how much it would weigh? Uh, not off the top of my head, but a 12 volt seven amp hour sealed acid battery that is all around. It's the exact same size. So we're talking probably like two and a half inches by four inches by six inches. Like, yep, right about there. Yeah, probably like two pounds. Uh, probably a little less. A little less. I might have yep, to look into that. About half the weight of a normal lead acid battery you'd buy at a, you know. Yeah, we're talking like like almost the size of like a tumbler, right? Like yeah, yeah, right on there. Yep. I might. You know what? I it sounds ridiculous, but I have packed way heavier things on my shed hunts, on my elk hunts, Mm -hmm. than that. I might have to look into that and use that 
Obviously, that's a 12 volt, so I would need to put, I would probably mount a 12 to 5 DC to DC converter with USB. And then that would run all of my electronics, my phone, all my battery chargers, my GoPros. And it's only like, to me, two pounds is nothing in a pack. My bladder weighs more than two pounds. Like my water bladder. You wouldn't even notice it. Yeah, two liter, a two liter water bladder is four pounds right there. Yeah. And the goal is to stack them on heavy and pack 30 sheds out. So not that that's ever happened yet. My biggest, I think, is 19 in one day. No way, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I found 19 sheds in six hours in the middle in a contest in South Dakota. I won. Awesome. Yeah, and then the the next year, a a 10-year-old crushed my record. (laughs) At the time, I set the record for that ranch, and then the next year, a 10-year-old found like 27 sheds at the same nice. the annual <laughs> contest. Now we're good friends. He's from Iowa, but um but yeah, no, I, I mean I would pack I would definitely pack that 7 amp battery. Um I'm going to have to we're going to have to talk about that offline cuz I'm gearing up for shed season right now. I just had issues last weekend testing out that um mm-hmm. that Amazon that China special battery. <laughs> I don't know what brand it is. I'm sure it's just like you said. Somebody went on this big company, bought them, repurposed them on Amazon. Not super happy with it. So, yeah, that seven amp hour. I bet I could do that and 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 not even notice it in my pack. Yeah, it's it's just it's kind of cool the way just you talking about your application for it. Yeah, and like you thinking through, you can see the wheels turning, thinking through your passion and what you're trying to do with it. You know, as, as that's what been one of probably our most surprising things is we're introducing product lines or you know introducing a website being able to connect with people through dm and various socials yeah um it's amazing when you know you can connect with someone's like very specific need yeah and go all right let's figure out that need let's not like sell you a battery right let's figure out your exact need and you go oh like I didn't really think of that for batteries. Like I just thought I'd go buy one. No, let's find the right one for you. That's been kind of the part, a cool part of the journey we've been on, you know, if you will. Yeah. Well, here your get, your example is times thousands and thousands and thousands that people love talking about batteries now. Give me give me a one second here. I got my whole setup right behind me. All right, so this is the pack that I, I shed hunt. I'll do 20 miles a day in this pack if the weather's right. So I'm running DSLR mounted to this camera, and then I have – it's probably a little bit hard to hear me. But then on this no, one, can. I have the GoPro shoulder mount set up for, like, a POV, and then I yep. just wire through my pack. I will just wire into my, my external battery pack, and then that just goes in a side pouch. Yeah. Here is, like, the literal one that I'm using. This is the China Special right here. Okay. And so it's, like – it's probably, it's probably half the size of your seven amp, but it's. Yeah. I'm not happy with it. I'd rather have, I'd rather have something twice as heavy that actually is durable, and so it's you know, and I don't feel this at all, don't feel yeah. it in my pack one bit. So, and then I'm also usually trying to charge my phone because it's cold and my phone's dying, and I'm using Onyx, and so yep. yeah, I like that size pack. I could put, I could put one of your marine grade batteries in there, and, and I train with it. Good. Yeah, but yeah, sure. so yeah, no. When's when when exactly is that seven amp product launch? So we're we're looking. We're our, our product launch will happen uh, right about mid March. Mid March. So yeah, we're marching towards the. You know, you start to think about you know applications like you know boats and fishing boats and kayaks and motorcycles and all that good stuff. Like that spring launches. Yeah, you know, that season's Christmas for batteries. It's things have been sitting in our garages over the winter. You pull them out, they don't work. Yeah. That's the time to be launching products. Well, I'm an electrical engineer, so I, I, it, it's my space I love anyway. And, man, I do not like storing batteries outside. Yep. I bring them all into the house. I unplug them. Um, trail cameras, big trail camera guy. Obviously, the AA space isn't an economy of scale you really want to compete in anyway, but I pull all my AA's out. Otherwise, they corrode. I keep all my cameras stored inside. Yep. And then, man, do we burn through AA batteries every year. It's crazy. I've got yeah. You start to burn through them. You're right. You're exactly right. It's you treat your stuff right. You treat your batteries right. You treat your products right. And you're going to be good. Yeah. You, you do that. And you leave them there. You get corrosion. All of a sudden, you know, bad things start to happen. Right. So you got to take take care of it the right way, and you'll be happy with come spring. Yeah. On the lithium side, have you been have you been up against maybe not so much for open water, but the cold weather 
on the lithium batteries? Is there, are there things you guys are working on to kind of overcome some of those hurdles? Yeah, there's, there's some technology that's starting to be played with in there. Uh, you know, a lot of it is, is usage, you know, which gets right back down to like, let's talk one-on-one as a customer and, you know, determine it. So if I'm going out and, and using my equipment in you know, negative five degree, 10 degree weather, you know, lithium has its, has its limitations. Like we've yeah. all been out there with our phone. You just, you just gave one, your phone dies in the winter, right? Yeah. When it's cold, that's lithium technology. You know, it's a little different because it's lithium iron phosphate, but it's, it's still lithium. Um, so that there's, there's some shortfalls in that space. There is technology that some are introducing that we're kind of looking at testing into a little bit of a heated element to it. Yeah. You know, that's draining, it's draining your battery at the same time though. Right. Just like, Bluetooth yeah. in batteries, that Bluetooth is always trying to find your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's draining battery. So you just got to take all those things into consideration. You know, what bells and whistles can you add, but still have a great experience for the customer? Yeah. I, for a while, I was using, um, was it nickel metal hydroxide batteries? N-I-M-H? Nickel metal hydride? Hydride. Yeah, yep. not hydroxide. Hydride. Yeah, I was using those because for a while, I was trying to see if they were performing better at cold temps and like i was looking for a rechargeable battery that did good at cold temps and it wouldn't mess up the converter on my trail cameras right because if you put eight lithium ion rechargeable double a cells those are 3.7 volts a piece so you're gonna fry your camera it's like well the lithium ion rechargeables don't work i don't want to keep buying lead acids so i was trying to do that that nymph battery and it they, they were hard to find they didn't have the same power and that's that's just ultimately with all today's power power demands it's antiquated a little bit antiquated technology for what you're looking for it to do yeah is there yeah, any sometimes, sometimes a double a is a double a and you yeah. just got to change them out and do what you got to do with them and burn through them because there's not a whole lot better unless you kind of start to tinker with external battery packs that are attaching to that stuff we just got in the family we just went with we christmas came around and the the hot ticket present was the new tacticam reveals with the solar panel and so we're switching. We got eight of them with solar panels now. So I think that's, that's the way yeah. of the future. That's now the solution, hundred percent. Yeah. Are, are people starting to play around with those on on open water, like boats, uh, putting a little solar panel off the rear mount and trying to charge their batteries as they're going? So uh, people will will talk about it and try. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we start to have one on one conversations with customers, I don't think I've ever suggested it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's great in theory. But you're not charging that battery fast enough, right? So even if your if your boat's sitting on a, your your boat lift and you got a lithium ion like a two foot by one foot panel, you know, you're not charging big beast you know a big beast of a battery enough for it to be at full charge when you're ready to go. So yeah. you know, I can get you hooked up with the best battery in the world. It's kind of like a full tank of gas. If you have a half tank of gas, you only go so far. Okay. We can hook you up with the best battery in the world, but if it's slow trickle charging you, it's just not good enough. Yeah, I can't remember. I was listening to Elon talk about solar, Elon Musk, and he was saying something. I think it was like the the maximum energy from the sun for like a – I thought it was a 10 square f- – is either 10 square meters or 10 square feet, but like of that area is like one kilowatt. But you start thinking about like what it takes to have even, even a 10 square foot panel. Like you're talking yep. basically three feet by three feet to mount that on your boat is that's you're gonna have a sale like that oh yeah what you're better off doing is is you're better off just getting really great batteries really great charging system so you're you go zero to hero on your batteries overnight yeah and you never have to worry about doing some of that trickle trickle charge stuff yeah i mean that's what we do when we go to canada fishing every year we it's uh they got power panels mounted out on the docks all these float docks and they have a panel way out there and people are running extension cords right down the dock we plug in every night i mean we're i can't imagine i don't even want to i don't even want to tell you how old our batteries probably are in our boat because you'd probably <laughs> you'd probably be ashamed of me but um yeah it's a big it's deal still we, working, had, still working. It's fine. we had two we had two battery issues last year my uncle uh, my cousin's boat was just dying left and right just dead well he replaced the radio cut the radio out one year and then the, there was a leak and so me being the electrical engineer got assigned to fix that one night during cocktail hour and go down there with a little DMM and, and try to figure out what's drawn. It was like an amp steady state, one amp yep. when his boat was off, fix that. My brother had another issue. His battery terminals were getting too corroded and hasn't changed them out or cleaned them up that'll, lately. That'll, that'll yep. So it was like, Hey Dakota, go back there and wiggle the wire. We got to leave. And so he'd be wiggling <laughs> it and then they'd start it up and it'd be fine. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Every year it's a, just a, it's a circus up there in Canada. So, <laughs> so 
Yeah. So um on the on the branding side of it is 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 branding your background like marketing, advertising, branding, or are you more on the product side up until now? So I, I'd say I came from a I've come my career's come from the product side. Okay. So I've been able to have plenty of those conversations, make sure we understand how to talk about the product. The yeah. branding is honestly new to me. And you know, as we got into it, it was probably a good learning experience for us as we got into it. If we would have started from scratch building a product brand just on our own mm-hmm. with no help from folks that had the right connections, it would have been a slow roll. You know, and as I look back and go, you know, thank goodness it, it's it's kickstarting this thing with a, a partnership with a local marketing company that's uh, that's got some great inroads into the outdoor space named Gunpowder. Yeah. Uh, being able to, to, to link with them. And uh, on my side, learn how to not talk product and start talking to customers yeah. as a brand has been amazing. Yeah. Again, if I, if I would have just started to try to figure that myself, there's no way we'd be where we're at right now. Okay. Have you read the book? Um, I think it's Don Miller, uh, story branding. I have not. I don't know where my copy went, but it, it talks exactly <laughs> like that where people, it's like the learning, the art of, of marketing, not by saying, I have something that's so great. I'm the hero. My product's the hero. This is why you should buy it. And switching that frame, the frame of mind to you're the hero. This is your story. Here's how I can help you on your story arc. And it's, and he, he he takes this analysis and he, and he applies it to everything, books, movies, culture, brands like Nike, like just do it. Like Mm -hmm. Nike's whole thing is, is you're going out there to just do it. Here's how we can help. We can give you a pair of shoes. We can give you some a shirt and a pair yeah. of shorts. Like you're the hero. We're just here to guide you towards either success or failure. Obviously, like that's the story arc. And he, t- he applies it to like the Avengers, right? Like like Tony Stark and how he needed that guy in the cave to help him solve a challenge. And then you know it just goes through the seven step process. And it's like once I read that book, I completely changed everything that I tried to do about marketing for my own companies. Yeah, it's 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 really a cool way of looking at it because it, it is just it's truly when you can make a connection with something that someone cares about yeah and then fix something that doesn't allow them to, to do what they want to do as much as they want to do it there's an instant brand connection oh yeah it, it, in the battery world it's crazy especially as we look at you know the at bass fishing kayak angling and boating yeah the battery is like the one brand that is hidden in the bottom of a compartment way in the back Every time, you know, you're not looking at your Garmin or Humminbird unit and seeing the brand logo every day. You're not looking at your fishing rods and all that stuff. We're like the ugly stepchild buried, you know, buried in the back of the boat. Yeah. But the cool thing is, you know, everyone remembers it when the engine starts, when they get off the water and go, holy cow, I didn't think I was going to be out there 12 hours today trolling up and down the bank. Yeah. And they go back in their batteries you still have there. Like that's the, the really cool moments where you go, all right, that brand helped me do what I want to do longer today. You know, I didn't have to go in at 10 a.m. because my batteries are terrible or I have corroded terminals and, you know, messing around with whether I can start my boat. We're good. We're good. We got that. Yeah. No, I did it. Um, my first dabble with that was we were having issues with my dad's engine and we got it fixed, but I was also bow fishing at the time. And so, I uh, was going out at night. I had a generator for the lights, but I was still trolling, like just cruising with this motor, trying to just look for fish and shoot fish. And I was on this lake that was really long. And I'm cruising down this shoreline. It's like, no, I don't need the big engine because all I'm going to do is just use the trolling motor the whole time. I'm going to make one big loop around this lake, and when I'm back, I'm going to boat up and leave. Middle of the night. Well, I get to the far side of this lake. The wind picks up, tailwind. And so now I'm going into the wind, 50% 50% of the way through my loop and it's just straight into the wind for like two miles. And all of a sudden this motor starts dying. Just, it's not going well. Like it's our, our old trolling motor used to like when the battery goes down, it just goes left and right. I don't know if that's like their signal to tell you that the battery's dead, but yep. it just starts wigging out and it starts wigging out. And I'm like, Oh God. All right. Completely dead, completely dead. I'm like, I really hope this motor's finally fixed. Turn, go to turn it on. It just cranks and cranks and cranks and finally fires. I'm like, oh, thank, thank the <laughs> Lord. Middle, I mean, it's like 2 a.m. on this lake. Yeah, no one's, no one's picking you up to help you. No one's coming out here to help me. No. <laughs> Spending the night on the water. 
yeah, after that, we bought new batteries and did everything to <laughs> to fix it. So that was like five years ago. But, but yeah, battery issues, they're like, it's just like defeating when you have, like when you're on a trip and you're all excited and then you just have dead batteries and, and there's nothing you can do about it. You just wait. Like, yep. oh, I guess we got to charge them. Or I guess we got to go home. There's no magic fix besides buying new batteries. No, yeah, right. Even that, even that sometimes, you never know what depends on where you're buying your batteries. Is it, you know, am I getting a fully charged, ready to go battery or am I only getting half my day? Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Is during the the growth of the brand that you've seen in the last 2 years has has there been things where that you could point to it and say this was a difference maker? That decision we made to do X Y or Z, that was one of those things that was like a step change in our growth. Um uh, Yeah, a, a couple. I I'd say, you know, for the way we've launched our brand, step change would, you know, step change one would be um you know, we got very, very fortunate. We were very fortunate to, from day one, you know, kind of all the way going back to where I started the, of having the right partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine if you, if I would have started from scratch and said, let's just go send out a blanket email to a bunch of anglers and see who wants in. Mm-hmm. And then you get what you get a little bit, right? Yeah. So by going and having like a, we know these, these folks, you know, and having that partner that knows that they work with, you know, Johnson Outdoors or, you know, Abu Garcia and all these brands, they, they know who, what they do. Getting that was step change number one, because that is literally how we really, you know, grew organically fast mm-hmm. was folks with a lot of clout sharing their story about our products. And if yeah. we would not have started that way, I don't think we'd be close to where we're at now. Um, yeah. Step change two. Uh, you know, I think our, our step change two is, I call it a small one, but I, I do love, uh, the way we've taken moments to get in front of customers and okay. not just kind of be behind, you know, the computer screens in their desk. So, you know, we're, we've had some growing pains in the last two years. It all hasn't been glamorous. Yeah, <laughs> right. Our very first, for instance, our very first uh, time at the Bassmaster Classic, which is just a great, huge outdoor show. All the big brands are there. You know, we got lucky to be next to, you know, be put next to a small little 10 by 10 next to Lawrence and Plano and, and brands are, you know, people are recognizing and, yeah. Here we are with like the standard yellow black drop and we brought two batteries for a 10 foot by 10 foot and had to go run out and get new batteries. And, but from that day, you know, to year two was, you know, much better design, you know, booth, bringing in pros to get people to want to interact with the brand. But that step change for us was more about accident. It was purely accidental. It's like, we want to get the brand out there. Yeah. But the step change was the, probably the 500 conversations that, I personally got to have with people that are passionate in the space that uh, a category manager that's searching for the next product, got to talk to someone who owns a boat, who had a story about bad batteries. Yeah. Like by having that accidental, you know, it's intentional, but accidental uh, outcome of of having all those amazing conversations just completely like opens a whole new world. Okay. And you go away from, you know, we got to, got to have a chance to go away from, you know, how many people are following us on social and how many people are, are following our giveaways and all that stuff to go and like, all right, now that we've talked, now we can craft the next, you know, the next product line, or now we can change the way we want to talk to customers. Or now we realize why it is so important to, you know, if someone messages us, messages us and has a battery problem, or one of our anglers has someone who has a battery problem. And I pick up the phone and call one day that customer, those are the connection points that we can now make because we got that face-to-face customer conversation going. Oh, I bet I you hear so much about it. product brand that doesn't sit there and have chances to talk to customers is, is slow in their growth for sure. I, yeah, I imagine you, the amount of stuff you learned and picked up from talking to people is just insane. Like, this is how I'm using batteries. This is the thing I'm always having issues with. And, and you're yep. like, oh, yeah, we could fix that. Or, yeah, here's how, yeah. Here's how we could do this. And, yeah, just that in time. So do you do, are you trying to do like more shows then because you've had such good results yeah, well, with it? Yeah, well, we got a couple of things that we, there's a couple of mediums that I can do that with. So we're in, in March here, we're going to be at uh, the Major League Fishing Red Crest Expo. We'll be at uh, the Classic with a even bigger booth next to some great brands. Uh, but we're also trying to do it, that's like bigger scale, national scale. Yeah. Uh, what I really want to want to connect, I literally had a, a phone call with someone trying to do this today you know, with X2 Batteries. Um, I want those local bass groups, mm. those local walleye groups, the local hunting community, you know, whatever that is, how do we start to make like grassroots connections that way? 
Yeah. Right? Like how do we how do we you know go and let's let's be the tent at the at the weigh-in for you know a local Tuesday nighter. Yeah. Talk to twenty anglers, right? Let's let's go do something like that where we can just have a natural, organic conversation with these guys. Mm-hmm. Because I think when you're looking into hunting and fishing and outdoor space, it's incredible. Like we all love to talk about our our brands, our products, our adventures. And if you can have some of those conversations, that actually led to about seven or eight other conversations that we never have any clue happen. Yeah. Because they're saying, hey, this this Tuesday I talked to Sean at the way and and did you know the lithium this or AGM this and and that story just spreads. So oh, yeah. kind of do it up here is really fun to watch. And down here in the lower funnel grassroots, like side by side with anglers, is really hard to, to figure out how to do consistently. Right. But that's really where brands win. Right. It, it, that's especially us. We're in the growing stage of this where we need to be able to have one on one conversations to help with that bigger national push, if you will. Is everyone at X2 in Wisconsin with you? Or- um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so you kind of are i mean you're, you're geographically limited in a way like you can't just go to the tuesday night weigh-in in georgia no no we are we are we are here but then you know what we'll what we utilize too is that connection uh with the brand with the batteries plus stores yeah those batteries plus stores are you know local business owners franchisees that love the battery space and yeah. you know, I've, I've been working with one for instance in chattanooga and there's a chattanooga bass association I want to connect that owner with the guy who runs the Chattanooga Bass Association and have a one-on-one connection point. And now that owner can be the person at the Tuesday night weigh-in, you know, bringing X2 power batteries and talking to anglers because you know, he's been forming the connections locally. Uh, so we'll do that. We also do a little bit, uh, you know, while it's been a lot of influencer based and whatnot, we also have some bigger kind of tournament partnerships. Oh, sure. Yeah. On the West Coast, we do American Bass Association. We've got Fishers of Men, uh, kind of you know, called Central Southeast region, uh, and now we're doing Big Bass Tour. And those are more opportunities just to find either you know someone locally to connect with them, and or find opportunities for us to fly out. And if it's a championship, for instance, for ABA, you know, let's fly out and let's let's talk to the people that run ABA, and let's also talk to the anglers and and do those things. So we you got to be scrappy. Oh yeah, we're not all we're not all jumping on airplanes every single week and going to every single tournament. We can't do that, but let's find ways to connect with, you know, the right opportunities. What? How many people are on your team there at X Two? I mean, what kind of a team group size? So are you we're, we're with? yeah, X Two. We're we're pretty uh, for the X Two piece of it specifically. We're you know, if you t- if you add our our agency partnership and us, we're you know, call it running. 10, 10, 12 people kind of running through that doesn't include warehouse shipping and all that right. stuff. And, and all the stores that are out there selling the product, but really the folk, folks focused on, you know, you know, whether it be the, the advertising side from influencer relationships to, you know, literally tomorrow or this two week, two days from now, we launched on Sunday, we launched our YouTube channel. Oh, nice. Right? With some pretty good long form content that we've gone out and shot with some of our pros and with Alex, Alex Rudd is on that one too. Uh, so you got guys doing, you know, being able to run all over the country and do shots here and there. Uh, you know, we supplement where we need to with, with some other partnerships. You know, we don't have the same capability sometimes of doing a quick video shoot down in the Tennessee River area you know, for, for uh, what we need to do. But we know we need to get the content. So let's go get the right partners brought in to supplement a pretty lean team. Yeah. Yeah. You see a lot of people, a lot of brands, they, you, they, they have a YouTube channel and, and I'm more in tune to the hunting side of it. But when you look at like jury outdoors, right, they now have software products. They have apps that their show like highlights and showcases how they're using it. They're using it as their own in-house marketing. Um, yeah. you know, real tree outdoors, whitetail properties, all these different places. They have a, they have a hunting show, but it's not to make money on the show. It's to use it to show their product and the how they're using their product, how their agents look at a, at a property and say, is this something we want to buy and what can we do with it and show the transformation and then obviously it leads, how it leads to that, you know, booner. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of exciting that you said that, yeah, we're launching a YouTube channel to show like this long format storytelling as like it's, it's entertainment. It captures people's mm-hmm. attention, but you also through that get an opportunity – to have a little bit of that in-house marketing so you're not, you know, paying and hoping it turns out for someone else to do that for you. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Even, something, even launching something as like that, you know, it's been we've been talking about it for months. Yeah, you know, to the credit of the of the broader team working together, it's going. You don't just fire up a YouTube channel and say you launched a YouTube channel. No, like what is video? What is our first ten video products that we're going to put out there? And what's our strategy for? Like our first video is a long form content. Yeah, you know, real fun fishing contest that we did. You know, our our next video will be you know maybe part of our expert series where we talk about you know wiring your batteries in series and in parallel. Yeah. And that'll go kind of in the short form, short form expert series. And then we'll have a whole slew of other things, but you have to have a plan. Yeah. You know, cause plan on paper is easy executing, shooting the video, finding, you know, getting people in the right spots at the right time you get behind that. And that launch is basically useless. Right? Yeah. You, you launched a, you launched something that 25 people followed and you never had another video and it was you know, not worth the time you spent planning, if you will. On, on the topic of like starting new things, have you ever thought of doing your own tournament, like your own title sponsor, like building your own event in Wisconsin? Um, you know, I work for John Deere, so they obviously host like the John Deere Classic PGA yeah. Tour yep. and um, other companies. It's like that. Sometimes that's like that next step to really increase their brand awareness is like we're going to have the X2 Power Series Elite Tournament on I don't know, Green Bay for muskies. Like, and we're going to pull all of the best muskie fishermen in the world in for a week or a weekend, and they're going to all, you know, X2 batteries are going to be the primary prizes, and, and it's going to be the title sponsor. But, you know, when you say title sponsor, a lot of people think, like, you're just paying someone else to put your name before everyone else's. But So it wouldn't really be title sponsor. It would just be your event. Like, you, it's the X2 yeah. event. Yeah, we're, we have no plans to do something like that yet. Okay. Uh, you know, I think it's, you know, when you're in the journey we're in, you know, Going being slow and planful can be frustrating sometimes because you just want to go and do it. Yeah, right? yeah. But, you know, as you're growing year after year after year, you also have to be very cognizant as you're building that product brand of, right? The budgets continue to go up a little bit every year of like what we're investing in and where we're investing. If you go crazy yeah. big without also then growing your team to be able to support all those things and all the things that come along with it, yeah, you find yourself you know, falling flat and not living up to expectations. So like what we'll do is we've done a little bit of dabbling here and there. We find the right little, the right, you know, local tournaments where, you know, we'll put in a little extra to be, you know, in that case, truly a title sponsor, but I'm not going to be a title sponsor by name only. Let's, if we're going to do that, we're going to be a title sponsor by name and presence. Yeah. We're going to be there. Uh, we got a great uh, local um, Wisconsin annual tournament, kind of big bass style, tons of boats, you know, get in there and, you know, we wanted to be one of the main sponsors because it's a great charitable thing. Mm -hmm. It's the right spot for our brand. Uh, we can have the brand be present, yeah, but it's also tied to a purpose. Uh, we'll do more. We'll do more of those as we grow into it. Um, and then, yeah, you know, however many years from now, if we can be the the sponsor of a big event like that that we're putting together, we're winning for sure. Oh yeah, that would be fun. That'd be really fun to do and see like that level of growth and explosion. Mm -hmm. um, yep. One thing that came to my mind as we've been talking is the the bow fishing thing. A lot I I happen to know a lot of people are switching over to solid state electric and um, electric lights. You know they're not using generators mm -hmm. anymore because of all the noise violations of of where they're trying to bow fish, and and it's annoying. It's just plain annoying to yeah. listen to your generators run. <laughs> and so I know people. We went on a trip with some guides, and they were running. Man, was it twelve? like huge led lights on the front of their boat and we ran for like four hours straight just on battery power and eventually they're like hey you think the lights are getting a little dim and i'm like i don't know i didn't notice anything and then they popped the generator on i mean it was sucking power for sure but yeah. that could be another medium for like an x2 battery too for you guys the people, oh, yeah the bow fishing tournaments especially they're not far from us you know they're pretty much on the mississippi river and the missouri river some of the biggest bow fishing world finals and that there are, are, are kind of right in our backyards for, for you. Yeah. It's, it's almost, it's, it's pretty, it's fun to see while you, know, you kind of tell our, our focus has started in, in fish, bass fish, fishing, boating, mm -hmm. yeah, you peel back the onion of outdoor, of the outdoor community and you know, it across the board, there are really great applications for battery technology Yeah, that it's like, Oh, now let's go, let's go figure out like you and I were chatting before we're, we're, the kayak space in the, in the battery world and the fishing world is growing like crazy. The mm -hmm. electronics batteries are there. Now you're talking about boat fishing batteries are there, but they're all unique applications where you go, I want to know, you know, I want to know everything about the boat fishing boat 
the setup, the, the, the kind of the power draw, the draws, the demands, power demands, yeah. if you will, so that we can actually add value to that specific type of operation for that application, because that conversation is going to be a heck of a lot different than talking to, you know, someone riding around on a plastic boat, you know, with two screens. It's completely different. Let's just, you know, know that person's passion well enough to make a difference. Right. Yeah. The one guy's like, I want to be able to carry my canoe or my kayak. So I, and all my gear in one trip yep. and I'm only running like a nine inch, one nine inch display or one seven inch display. And the other guy's like, I have nine 250 watt LEDs that I want to run for 12 hours. <laughs> yep. And you're like, okay, we're going to be looking at two different solutions here. Yep. Help me. Yeah. And that's where we're, we're, we've started. I, I admit, as you, as you look at it, if you jump on and look at our website, we've got a pretty cool tool that we put out there. Yeah. That is like the baby steps of what this could be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want like you, if, if, in that instance with the boat fishing boat, how do we have a tool where that fisherman could go in and go and say, here's what I'm running. Yeah. Calc out for me. If I use battery A, B or C, how many hours I'm going to get. If I put two batteries together in parallel to double the capacity, how many hours am I going to get? like real life data yeah. to feed to a customer. But again, it goes back to like, I want an icon that's a, on that page that says, you have a bass boat, you have a kayak, are you, you know, boat fishing? Are you an RV or a camper? And then that journey can go to literally that customer base and say, we know your RV. Yeah. You know, we know all the power demands. Let's check all the ones you got. And then let's do some calculations and help you out. Yeah. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> Not with, usually with batteries, but yeah. Yep doing all kinds of electronic yeah, calculations. Yeah, apply, right? yeah. I'm always frustrated because it's like, I would rather do everything in series, crank up the voltage, drop the current. Cause then my heat losses are mm -hmm. reduced by like the power of two. And, but you can't, nothing in the commercial world's designed for 36 volt. I mean, now there's trolling motors designed for it. Right. But most of the stuff's still on 12 volt systems. So you just got to yeah, add exactly. it. You're still sucking more power. And then it's like I squared R is your heat losses. So Yeah. I'm always doing those little games. <laughs> well, I got a I got a new application for you. I got one you probably haven't heard of yet for an X2 battery. I want to take my truck. I got a toolbox in my truck, and I am always doing camping trips, like short weekend. Um, in just in just a week, we're going up to North Dakota on a shed trip, and typically I camp in my truck. I got an air mattress for my back seat, yeah. and and what I want to do, or I have a tent. But what I want to do, I want to take. One or two, I'd have to figure out what the power drain would be. One or two deep cycle batteries, mount them in the toolbox of my truck. Like down first there, the first thing that goes in, either two on one side or one on each side for, mm -hmm. for weight distribution. And then I want to run an alternator off my pickup to those and do a battery maintainer, right? So anytime I'm driving my truck, it's maintaining those two deep cycles. Oh, gotcha. When that's gotcha. off, I want like a 1,000 watt inverter or a 2,000 watt inverter to turn that well it might not even I, w I would need a little bit of inverter juice because a lot of my stuff is 120 but some of it i could okay. just get in 12 volt dc too right yeah and so when i come back to camp after day hunting i just have an extension cord that breaks out i can plug in my pellet grill i have a little roadie pellet grill yeah yep. i can plug in lights to the to the tent i could plug in my cell phone chargers all that stuff and just no matter where i am i have like 250 kilowatts of power always just ready to go yeah yeah that's awesome is it that just what you rattle off is just so it's just so unique just how many things every single day of our life we need power for and when you're out on the road like that in the middle of wherever you're at or wherever you're at that's an issue like let's that's another issue let's solve that issue too but let's do it in a way that's like let's figure out what you need to use it for and let's get the system up up and going. And then those are the cool stories where now you're celebrating those on social. Like, look at what we did with our batteries. And did you know type of deal in this application? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like having like, them. Yeah. Cool. Basically being able to power elk camp off my pickup. Yep. And then when we drive to the spot in the morning, I juice them back up. You know, obviously, I'm not going to put too terribly big of an alternator on my pickup because I obviously yep. it's going to crush my gas mileage if you get it too high. <laughs> but um but yeah, that, like I've been thinking about how I'm going to do that for, for years now, you know, and work site, like I can recharge. I don't, I don't, I'm not a contractor, but I could like, if we're out building deer stands, I could run saws mm -hmm. off my truck and I could run, recharge my, my, my driver batteries, all kinds of stuff. Right. Like you, yeah. the, just to get away from to build almost, 
you're, you're basically trying to build a new truck when now is almost coming in to many of these new trucks, you know, with the whole the whole system that Ford's got in the back of their pickups now where hey, are running off power. If you guys really want to, to, to crush it into the atmosphere, go and fix Ford's batteries because the F-150 Lightning is horrendous. I've, I've heard. I've heard the worst horror stories about it. I, have a, I know a guy that knows a guy, right? So I'm the secondhand knowledge, but he bought one. Because he works for the local power company. So he's like, oh, it'd be so cool to have the, and, yeah. and, uh, you know, power company branded electric truck. 113 miles. Got stranded. He went to, like, the next town over and back and then tried to go to a different town over and back, like, 30-mile trips. He ran out of <laughs> juice. He made it 113 miles. And so he, like, limped it into a, a just a guy's house. He's like, hey, can I charge this here? And he's like, well, I don't have a charger. He's like, well, can I just use, like, the wall outlet? And so he plugs it into the wall outlet. Well, obviously, that's not designed for it, right? It's not 220. So it's like 57 hours to charge his truck off of like a standard circuit. And he's like, he tried to take it back. He's like, I don't want it anymore. Like, take this thing back. It's like, I can't, 113 miles in the wintertime. Yep. So that's not towing a boat or towing anything with it. No, wasn't towing a thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So if you guys could have X2 batteries powering the Ford (laughs) F-150, man, that would be awesome. We'll probably leave that stuff to Ford, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have a conversion kit. Someone can drop out the Ford battery <laughs> and bad X2s. Yeah, that'd be nice. cool. Well, Sean, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and, yeah, no and just telling people what it's kind of like. I mean, obviously, you, you, we didn't start X2 and we didn't start Batteries Plus, but you're really starting a, a movement. You're starting a brand growth um, journey. And that's what every entrepreneur is going to have to do. You know, if they want to yeah, make it is, is how do we grow this brand? So it's been really insightful to kind of hear what that looks like for your world and for a company like X2. Yeah, I've enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for thanks for being here and thanks for listening, folks.